This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. All right. Hey, Final Ghouls. Welcome back to another episode of The Scream Teens. I'm Gory Corey. And I'm Lana in the Looking Glass. We're going to talk about a very difficult uh, topic to describe, which uh, are demons and the devil. Ooh. <laughs> so that's as evil as you can get. Yes. But before we get to that, Lena, what have you been watching, reading, or listening to? Well, I started watching WandaVision. <gasps> yes, me too. Quite. It's, it's like so good because it, it's, it's just like not what you're used to normally, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I want them to keep release. like, I'm so mad that they're releasing WandaVision weekly, and I want them to just do it all in one so I can figure out what's happening. It's, oh, it's driving me crazy. Um, just like, oh, what's going on? Please exactly. explain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I've also watched this really good movie that, um, if you've not watched it, I think you should watch it, Corey. It's called, uh, Journey to the End, to the Center of Yes. Earth. Oh my god, Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> yes. Have you also, there was a second one that was like, I watched the second one religiously as a kid. Oh, wow. I watched the first one from like 59, 1959. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I remember they have like a huge signed poster for it in the SCA building in the, in USC. Oh yeah, they did. They and did. I always looked at it and was like, nice. But the, se- the second one has like Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. And then- I think it has Vanessa Hudgens, and there are like gigantic. There are like these tiny little baby sharks. It's insane. It's so wild. They're like because all the animals that are big are small, and all the animals that are small are big. If I remember correctly, oh. so all the sharks are like tiny. Tiny, <laughs> that's so cute. I've been watching. It's a um a web series with Trixie Mattel and Katja, who are two drag queens, and they just talk about like whatever they want. And that's the name of it. It's like U-N-H-H-H-H. And it is so funny. I cannot stop watching it. And I've started talking like them. And it's not good. Nice. Where can you watch it? Uh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube? Epic. So, Lena, what was your introduction to demons? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> the earliest memory I can think of that, like, clearly educated about demons and me being like, hmm... Uh, was that one time, for context, I uh, grew up in like a Christian school for a um, mm-hmm. good part of my life. I I told this girl from my Christian school that um, I didn't believe in God. And she was like, <laughs> well, um, if you don't believe in God, uh, the, de- the devil will take you and you're going to go to hell. And, I was just like, and you were like, let's go. And then I was just like, demons. Hmm. That's interesting. And I started reading, like, folklore stories about demons from my region. Lena, this explains so much about you. This literally... I feel like this is your your supervillain origin story. Exactly. But yeah, talking about origin stories. Now, we have mine. Now we need yours. I, I've always been so obsessed with demons. I can't remember. I feel like... I don't know. I was also raised atheist, but, like, I was raised, like, Catholic adjacent, so, like, a lot of my friends were Catholic and Christian and, like, tried to force me to go to church, and then whenever they would talk about hell, I'd be like, you know, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> it was, 
I was always like, does this really sound that bad? Like, everyone that's ever done made any mistakes in their lives, they all go to one place and, like, party it up. I don't, I was never really scared of demons and the devil. I always was just sort of like, I feel like the devil would be cool. There weren't many demons and stuff in, like, media that I watched as a kid, but I watched Supernatural at, like, 11, and that is all demons, and that made me so obsessed with demons and demonology and the devil and all that fun stuff, and then I started watching, like, American Horror Story and Good Omens. Good Omens, if you haven't watched it, so good! Scooby-Doo, did you ever see the Scooby-Doo movie where they go to that, like, island? the they're like demons and they possess the bodies of the of like Daphne and Velma and Fred and then Shaggy and Scooby have to f- fix it and then, and then it turns out the whole time that it was Scrappy and Scrappy was like controlling the demons that I watched that movie so much as a kid because I was anything where someone got possessed or hypnotized was like my favorite thing on the planet I don't know what it was or that Barbie movie, Barbie with the Diamond Castle, where they get hypnotized. Love that. I was so obsessed with those kind of movies, and I watched them 24-7. So the Scooby-Doo movie was my first introduction to demons. That's interesting. I was I was at a store recently, and the guy that was like working there, he told me that his dad was like an exorcist, and I was like, please tell me everything about your life. Wow. He goes, <laughs> He goes, well, first of all, witches, demons, evil spirits, they're all real. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, let's keep going. And he told me that all horror movies, okay, every single one, is cursed by the devil. And that is why so many bad things happen on the sets of horror movies. And when you watch horror movies, you're releasing that demon, like, those demonic powers onto yourself. Did you be best friends with some of my relatives? (laughs) He was like, he was like, I cannot watch horror movies because it's releasing the devil and I do not want that kind of bad energy in my space. I don't want demons coming in and, like, changing my life around. And I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I am so obsessed with that when people, like, really religious people say that horror movies will release, like, the devil onto you. That's my favorite thing on the planet. It makes me feel so guilty. Uh, well, it makes me feel like I must really handle demons well then because my life isn't that bad. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it relates to like a thought I had as a kid. I don't know. Do you did you ever go to church or like a cathedral or I anything? I went like a little bit, and I just remember looking around and being like, "I am such an imposter here." Like none of these people. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, the thing is, I was so scared of being like like uh, being the imposter, and that like I had brought something evil with me, and I'm just like, what if like something bad happens to them? I felt so bad like going to churches. Because I was like, I don't want these people to, like, have my bad negative vibes, you know? Like, I felt like I was going to do something wrong. Exactly. It's, like, a sacred place, literally. And so you're just like, I don't really want to disturb anyone. Especially if, like, the day before you're just like, woohoo, demons and devils, let me read all about them. (laughs) The day before you're doing rituals. Um, That's one thing, though, as a kid, like, I definitely would look stuff up and be like, how do I summon the devil? Just because I was always like, you know, I feel like the devil gets a bad rap. And, like, what if he just wants a friend? Because I was always like, you, as long as you do it in a strategic way, you can make a deal with the devil, and you can both have, like, I was always like, I'm sure there's a way that everything can work out for you. You can figure it out. Don't worry. He'll get your soul, you get what you want. It's it's fine. 
it's all it's that's the way the business works okay that's how <laughs> that's just how the transaction works but um i remember seeing this tumblr post when i was a kid that was like because contracts signed by minors aren't legally binding then you can make a deal with the devil as long as you're under 18 and you don't have to sell your soul for real and i when i tell you i went on like a rampage trying to figure out how to summon the devil after that because <laughs> i was like i've got to do it i i was like i'm cheating the system i found a loophole satan's never gonna see me coming i'm gonna i'm gonna beat him at his own game and then i never figured out how to summon the devil but you know yeah. i certainly tried yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid being, like, fascinated with just anything, like, demonology and whatnot. And uh, I remember telling my dad, it's just like, because um, we're talking about religion for some uh, for some reason. And uh, my dad was like, do you, do you believe in anything? And I was just like, I don't know, maybe Satan is real. <laughs> but not God. <laughs> but you believe in God. And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay, then. What, how can you believe in Satan if you don't believe in God? You have to believe in God to believe in Satan. You do know that. And then I was like, you're right. Oh, well, I think they both don't exist then. <laughs> you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's fine. Yeah. Keep believing. It's super interesting. And I have, like, so many, like, kinds of interpretations of, like, demons and devils. Especially, so, I'm really into the metal scene if anyone was wondering and um oh boy do i have many things to say about like you know metal being associated with like, the devil especially this subgenre called black metal where people like sing about the devil and they're like eh. if for those who don't know back in the 90s there were a lot of church burnings in norway um because of this like black metal kind of like cult oh <gasps> i've never heard of this uh because a lot of these church sites were um back when there were old like viking sites and they just destroyed it and then built churches over it and so it was kind of like burning their churches would be like back to their origins and kind of like a big freaky to just like christianity it, it was a big thing of rebellion but then it turned into like this this very bad thing of just people and being like you know what being a satanist is is like um Excuse for doing drugs, drinking, and killing people. Woo! Which is not the best, like the original me message of black metal. It was just like a bit fuck you to religion, and just being like, uh, you destroyed everything. Like back then, you like, you know, you did so many bad things. So we're gonna burn down your church. Interesting. Which you know, it it has a bunch of moral issues, you know, but um. I don't know, I, I thought it was very interesting, you know? Especially, like, it's built around music, too, you know? So it's... Speaking of Satanism, do you know any Satanists? Do I? Hmm. Nope. I don't think so. My, um, best... My childhood best friend, who we since not... We're not friends anymore, was Satanist. And it's actually, like, a very calm religion. Like, <clears throat> it's all about meditation and, like, being really peaceful and like being very connected to your subconscious it's very interesting um but my best friend was a satanist <laughs> he was very an interesting person he also had did which is um dissociative mm -hmm. identity disorders so he had like multiple personalities one of which was apparently a demon <laughs> and the things that this demon would say were so insane it was so funny but um so i sort of got into looking into demons a lot from that as well just because he was my friend 
and I wanted to know more about his religion because I'd never met a Satanist before. Um, and like, according to them, Satan's like cool. Like Satan's really chill, and um, it's a lot like sort of the the Sabrina TV series gets it. Oh, okay, somewhat not really accurate, but they use the right terminology. Like the statue of Satan is like the real one at the Church of Satan. Mm-hmm. So and then there. I the Church of Satan, like I'm not a Satanist clearly, but like I have never been more entertained learning about them. They are so interesting. Like it's just I I feel like anything that surrounds any kind of religion and whatnot, it's just so interesting to look at. So from like an outside perspective, mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. Like obviously all of Gen Z is obsessed with like mythology and especially Greek mythology, but like when it comes to like the really obscure, lesser known religions, it's so cool. It is. By the way, now that I think of it, I think, like, there's this one person I know who is a very- uh, it's like an icon, I don't know, there's like a walking meme. Maybe, I don't know, but it's it's a friend I know, and he was saying that um, Satanism is like a, a philosophy. Yeah. And I remember, I remember being in class, and I have a friend who's Muslim- you know, she's just she's so sweet and whatnot, and he was talking about Satanism and it being a philosophy, and he was like telling her about it, and she was like really confused, and Aww. it was just the best interaction ever. People's like perception of Satanism is so fascinating to me too, because everyone's like it's sacrificing goats and drinking their blood and stuff, and killing babies and whatnot. Yep, it's all so fascinating to me. If anyone knows any Satanists or is a Satanist, please let us know and tweet us about it. You want to know, we want to know, we're scientists of demonology. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're basically Albert Einstein at this point. We're just... I mean, it's interesting because Satanism is like a religion that people interpret like so differently depending on who you are. Like, I remember like there was a bunch of like Satanists in the tram one day. <laughs> How did you know they were Satanists? Because uh, they, like- they had like um the sorry the sign you know the goat sign the <gasps> really yeah pentagram and also they were talking about like Satan and how cool he was. <laughs> the thing that like, made me actually eavesdrop on their conversation is that they were talking about a really cool band I like that was just like <laughs> metalheads. <laughs> Like our experience with metal fans, we we should do a full episode on just weird things that metal fans have been If anyone knows, like, if anyone's a black metal stan, which I'm sure most people who are listening to this podcast probably are, tweet Lena and be her friend. <laughs> I want to discuss, like, metal theories and, like, favorite albums. I need to do this, please, someone. <laughs> so... Obviously, as we've like, you know, we've been talking for like what twenty minutes now. Uh, most of it is related to religion. We're yes. definitely right, and um, you know, I feel like devils are varying when it comes to just very like each religion. I guess they're so interesting. They're they're in so many different cultures. Um, you see them with everything there i mean there are like really there are so few religions that don't have some kind of demonic presence and but they're kind of just like they're they're not necessarily classifiable because they're just sort of like evil things some people claim that they're there in the afterlife some people claim that they're here right now 
Some people think they work for the devil. Other people think they're just running around causing mayhem. Some people think you become a demon in the same way that people think you become an angel, whereas other people are like, no, they're separate. What do you think? Of course, like demons, I've been thinking of like, I, when like I think of it, I think of like, you know, the typical like horned demon who's like, oh, let me tempt you into doing something bad for your little hell. Ah ha ha. You know? <laughs> That's so much. Sounded like a John Mulaney bit. Like <laughs> I don't know. To me, I'm I'm not sure, but I know a lot of people associate the devil um with like money and greed and whatnot. Yes. Um, did you know about this like apparent prediction from I think the Bible? Um, I don't. I have no idea which verse it was at all because I I have the memory of a goldfish. In, ca- in case it wasn't clear from everything from this episode. It was like something like everything that like um that you will need to buy for that we need to pay for and whatnot will be like we'll have the mark of, of the beast on it or something. Oh, that's so metal! I love it. <laughs> and apparently, uh, you know barcodes. Apparently, some barcodes have like if you like translate the binary thing, it does. It says six six six. Uh, which is the mark of the devil, and people were like asking the creator of the barcode, like just like why six six six, and he was like, um, it's just a coincidence, and people were like, no, it's not a coincidence, it's the mark of the beast. I adore that conspiracy theory so much. I love that. Yeah, and the devil is also associated with like capitalism a lot as well, which is odd though, because there are so many religious capitalists that like push really strongly for capitalism and it's like really ironic because like at least from a a historical point of view i think in america it's like a lot of people see communism as this like bad bad thing right like why you associate the devil with capitalism but also communism like but also with socialism but also with anarchy so really what are we doing I personally love the, like, horned demon goat man thing. I think that's so great. The Witch, the Witch movie with Black Phillip. I just love demons and devils. And I love when they support women, especially, like, witches, women and men. But specifically when women just, like, fall off the deep end and turn to the devil and just go completely, like, become absolutely feral and just run around doing whatever they want. That's, like, my favorite trope. I just, like, love how, like, kind of this whole... Because back then, everyone was, like, really religious and whatnot. And they're just like, devil is bad, devil is bad, devil is bad. Look, it gives women independence. And I like, I love how it, like, backfired into, like, people are like, yes! People are like, yes, feminist king! <laughs> well, that's, like, I remember in my... Okay, in my... Ninth grade English class, we read the Bible because it's like a literary work. And we watched this documentary about Lilith, who was in the Garden of Eden before Eve and was like the first woman mm-hmm. before Eve. And it literally was like, Adam was very abusive and awful to Lilith. And Lilith was like, hey, man, I don't like that. And then Adam was like, you can leave. So she did. And now everyone hates her for it. And I don't know that that's true because I didn't read the Bible. But that's at least what our documentary said. And the way that Lilith just straight up up and left and then married the devil, I mean, I'm sorry, like, I'm not trying to support the devil here, but that is, like, so incredible. That is so iconic and legendary. And then she became the mother of demons. Iconic woman. The power you have to possess to marry the devil and, like, become the queen of hell. 
is just like I can't even put it into words. And she left some dude who like like wh- where did Adam really end up? You know, I mean Lilith nowadays is a big feminist icon as well. Yes, which is then. Then we get into how a lot of women look, or a lot of feminists look to, like, the devil for independence. Because for so long, people were saying that sexist, they were sexist in the way that they were saying, like, the devil is what's giving women independence. Just like, oh, they can think by themselves, and they are not, like, subjugated by a man, and they do whatever they want with their sex lives. Oh, imagine the horror. Well, I think that's one of the reasons that, like, Gen Z and so many feminists and women specifically and really just oppressed people are like sort of drawn to the devil because they're like well wait a second is he really evil if he's giving people like independence because a lot of a lot of what we hear about the devil comes from a time that was like really sexist and like is what they were saying actually true about what the devil did or were they just trying to oppress women and that raises the question, is the devil actually, like, evil? Because it's supposed to represent evil, but, you know, our perspective of evil has, like, changed so much throughout time. Especially if you look at the God in the Old Testament. Like, God in the Old Testament was not a nice dude. He was terrifying. And so it's sort of like, were these stories, are we looking at these characters correctly, or... Were they just sort of shaped in a way that like went along with the time period in order to control people? It's it's all a question, matter of just like context and what people thought at the time and whatnot. And that makes me think of like you know um, gods in some of the folklore stories I've read. So I've not read anything about it in the Bible and whatnot. But um, in the folklore stories I've read about um, God and the demons, is um, that God has the power yeah he has the he has the power to just be like nope you're going away but no he lets them walk around and corrupt people but i mean like some people might argue it's like it's deceived they're really good people but like why do you do that i thought you were like a forgiven god and whatnot you're just like letting these demons walk around looking at it from a perspective where like we never read it growing up and like we didn't come from religion it's very very difficult to be like, well, it's this person is all good, but he's like allowing people to make bad decisions on purpose to test them. It's so difficult to to put into words like how weird that is. It's just like what? But I thought he was like a good guy. It ties. I feel like it ties back to the idea that nothing is just like black and white. You know, it's always kind of like in a gray spectrum. Which is like kind of question of like a question of moral as well. So it it just like I I love I just love everything about religion because it, it's just it just like is related to so many other topics and asks you you ask yourself so many questions about humanity and society in itself. I mean, it is it's philosophy. It really is, and sort of going along with that, like I think there's also a question of are demons and the devil really evil because they're testing bad people? Like, are they evil for bringing out the the bad qualities that are already there. I've seen a lot of debate about that. I don't know the answer. No one does, I guess. If you have the answer, please do share it. <laughs> We're really nice people, don't worry. <laughs> We're not gonna eat you. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> it's hard to, like, kind of, like, understand, because, like, back then, it was it was clearly, like, black, white. And 
it seems like a lot of it gets lost in their beliefs at the time of their like really sexist and racist and homophobic beliefs so it's like can we necessarily believe everything that is said when they're actively oppressing people and it's not like like for the good of humanity Mm. you want to ask yourself so many questions about it it makes me think of like you know this idea of just like um like the godlike sheep, good people, and then like the goats who are associated with the devil. I mean, obviously, you've got so many like depictions of Satan and whatnot, like being having a goat face and whatnot. And I feel like this uh, kind of analogy is really interesting to look at because, on one hand, you have the goat who's like, ooh, spooky devil, and then you have the sheep thing, but nowadays sheeps are like associated with like huh you're a sheep you do like everyone else and all that you know yeah also like are they not really similar i know they are similar like they're very similar the only difference is like goats have horns and give milk right like and then you make wool with sheep like what they seem more or less identical yeah and so i just love making like the parallel between like god and the devil and like sheeps and goat you don't know, like, uh, what's the difference? And also, like, how do you know if a sheep is good and a goat is evil? Like, is Yeah, it's interesting. I will say, goat's eyes are, like, weird. When I first saw a goat, I was like, what is that? You know, like, I would have been like, that is not of this earth. There's something wrong. Like, something's weird. But, um, so I can definitely see how they were like, it's the devil, because the eye thing. But where the sheep, I don't get the sheep thing. <laughs> they make weird noises. They do, but I so I love them. They're so cute. Anyway, they're so fluffy. But yeah, anyways, so we've babbled about you know the devil and demons and whatnot quite a lot. And I was wondering, Corey, if you had any like experiences, you know, or just like if you knew someone that had experiences with. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories. I um, if you've ever watched the TV series Cursed Films on Shutter, oh, you don't have Shutter. I'm sorry. I'm. I tweeted them. I tweeted them the other day, and I was like, "Please put Shutter in France. <laughs> I need it." But um, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna start a petition. It's fine. But um, there's this TV show called Cursed Films that is all about like movies that were cursed because they were horror movies, and so apparently things like The Omen literally had demons on the set doing some crazy stuff. Apparently. Yeah, and they they also brought in, they had an exorcist on the TV show because they had all these people that thought they were possessed by demons. And I'll say, I had an autoimmune disease as a kid called pandas, and it's sort of like Lyme disease. And it can cause, like, seizures and tics and Tourette's and a lot of things. So a lot of kids with that same disease, their parents thought that they were possessed by demons when it turns out they literally just had, like, an autoimmune disease that was making them act out. Um and so they would like have exorcists come in to try and cure them. So that's one thing that like I love looking at through history things like that and also like the um a lot of women would like have fits in and that was like what led to a lot of people calling them witches during the witch trials. I'm pretty sure that was like autoimmune disease possibly some kind of disease as well. So I I don't know. I like looking back on that kind of stuff and being like, people would have thought I was possessed by the devil at one point in my life. Cause so your experiences were like... They were more like secondhand. So like, I never, I never, I don't think I ever experienced any 
thing that I know of. Like, maybe I did, and I just figured it was, like, a friendly ghost, you know? Um, But I never, no, I never really experienced anything. I've had, like, people tell me things. That's interesting. Oh, well, um, I've had a few. Um, Please (laughs) explain. Great. Um, So, as a kid, um, I was really curious, and so... um, I remember one time before going to bed, I prayed to God and I was just like, God, if you're here and you actually exist, can you like give me a sign? And God didn't give me a sign. And I prayed to like Buddha and then uh, Greek gods and whatnot. And no, no, none of them answered. Buddha didn't prayed- give you a sign? No, that's so lame. Yeah. And so <laughs> with that, I eventually ended up praying to Satan. And being like, yo, can you give me a sign if you do this? And um, a book in my bookshelf dropped. No! No! And I was like, so, you know, it's... That's like, okay, but that's like a well-known, apparently that's like a well-known spirit thing that spirits do is like drop books off of stuff to let you know that they're there. I wish I had remembered what kind of, like what book it was. You know, maybe it was like a symbol or something. Yeah. But to be honest, I feel like it, there, there's a lot of people who have like experiences like that. It's because they're expecting something, and since it's purely a coincidence, yeah. they're just like directly linking it to that. If you are, if you are asking for a sign, I'll say do something specific. So if you're asking for a sign, say send me a sign by dropping a book off the case, by sending me a butterfly, by showing me cowboys running through, like like something. You can't just be like, send me a random sign, because then you don't know for sure. Yeah, you'll never know. <laughs> this is spirituality with Corey. Like, 10-year-old me was just, like, really confused. It was just like, uh, so that doesn't exist, but you, you exist? What? Okay, this is, like, sort of unrelated, but one thing I heard on- I, I follow a lot of witch talkers on TikTok, because I am fascinated by witches and witchcraft and spirituality, all of it, just, like, it's so interesting to me. <laughs> But they said that apparently, according to their spirit guides, um, like, the Christian god has been imprisoned by a bunch of angels for, like, the past 200 years or something. And and that he's just been, like, so he, like, hasn't been doing stuff for a while. <laughs> I don't know the full story behind it, but there's also, like, a whole supernatural arc that's, like, sort of similar to that, too. But, um, like, apparently the angels have locked him up. And they're, like, they're, they, like, ran a coup and, like... Like a military coup, and like, and like overthrew his his governing force. Oh my god, that's that could make a really good movie. Actually, I've heard this from like ten different people who are not on like related accounts. I don't know. I think that's so funny. Like, interest. It's it's odd. Anyways, that's apparently something that, according to a couple people on TikTok, which is the source of all knowledge. The experiences I've, ha- I've had are just, like, really random. I remember um, doing Ouija, like, having, like, a Ouija seance uh, by myself. Something you don't do. Don't do not do a Ouija seance by yourself. Follow the rules. You did I it by did yourself? Lena! Mm-hmm. Why? I did. You, oh, <laughs> you disrespected the rules. I know. And I was like, I was like, no, I should have done it with someone, but I had do no Do you know how disrespectful that is? <laughs> That is so rude. You just completely, like, if I were a ghost and someone did that, I would be so mad. Because that's, like, <laughs> just, 
that's like directly being like like right out the gate being like i don't respect you <laughs> like if anyone listen any to anyone listening do not do that that is a bad plan yeah i have a i actually have a friend who lives in a really old house uh apartment i think and apparently there uh, near his house there's like a well and weird oh, stuff God. has happened at the well yeah, and I don't know. I don't know the full story because I didn't explain it like well to me. But like they're doing renovations and some weird stuff have happened and whatnot. And apparently it's just big, really big rats, like huge ass rats. Uh, but it could also be demons. And so I, well, that's I asked like, him. Every horror movie, they're like it's rats in the walls, and then it's not. That's a it's a red herring. Yeah, let's go on the theory that maybe it is a demon. I I asked him like if I if I could like we could have like a Ouija seance, and he was like, "You should." No way. Why not? No, I'm I'm trying to convince him. Already haunted. Um, he doesn't want to. Like, if you don't believe in demons, why don't you let me have a Ouija seance? <laughs> and then, but then, if there were a demon that you found from the Ouija board, then you could exercise the ha- like. Then you could sage the house up and cleanse yeah. the house. Exactly, like because he's the Ouija board, you're never gonna know, and that's that is the problem with um a lot of like people shaming things like Ouija boards and witchcrafty things because if you're never gonna do them, then you're just then the demon's just gonna be there, and you're not gonna know. If my friend's listening right now, I hope you're convinced and you're gonna let me do a Ouija seance at your house, please. Come on, there needs to be something interesting to you, okay? <laughs> if Also, if anyone listening has ever done a Ouija board successfully, let us know. Because I've only done it once and it didn't work. But I also wore it. I printed out a satanic star from Supernatural and like taped it to my head. Because I was like, I'm not getting possessed. <laughs> and and there's, there's like this cursed photo of 13 year old me. Like doing a Ouija board with like this piece of like paper taped to my head. Like. Oh my god, I love this so much. I would also be, I don't know if you were, but I'd also be obsessed with, like, um, ingredients um, that could potentially ward yes. off, like, wins and whatnot. Like, I remember, like, going to the supermarket and there was this really fancy spices, and I'd ask my mom, like, can we buy it? And they're just like, what for? And I'm just like, I don't know. But, like, I just and wanted to use it and see if I could make a brood that toward of demons or just summon demons or not, you know? I was like, for someone that was so obsessed with summoning demons, I was so scared of them at the same time, too. Like, after I watched Supernatural, I wore... Because in Supernatural, there's this thing called the Satanic Star that supposedly, if you wear one, you won't get possessed. So I kept, like, 50 of them with me at all times. And I drew them on my legs 24-7. And everyone was like, is that? Everyone was like, is that? the sign of the devil and i was like i don't want to get possessed and they all thought i was like insane for it but i didn't get possessed no, it's so. completely logical yeah Thank you're you. never possessed so you can't prove it doesn't work you know exactly i was so sure that i was gonna get possessed like i knew it was gonna happen eventually and i just had to like keep my satanic stars around me at all times <laughs> that's really interesting yeah this is gonna become like a deadite from evil dead <laughs> yes. yes oh my god evil dead is yeah yeah it's great talking about evil dead and demons and the ne- like the necronomicon and yes we haven't even touched on lovecraft yeah so 
I am a big Lovecraft enth enthusiast. If you've not noticed yet, um, where have you been? <laughs> you know, it's just like mm -hmm. so. Um, basically, I it's like my own theory. Um, I don't like I don't know if there's any website that kind of made the correlation and whatnot. But to me, the Book of the Dead or the Howling of Demons or the Necronomicon, whatever whatever you want to uh, to call it. Um, has, I feel like it's been inspired by an actual real-life book that uh, was mm -hmm. a thing in the Middle Ages that's called uh, The Key of Solomon, or by its Latin name, Clavicula Salomonis. <laughs> it's so fancy, I love it. And uh, basically, it gathers uh, a bunch of um, rituals to summon devils, exorcism rituals, and things that like witches, necromancers, alchemists, and whatnot would use, like, People who, like, genuinely the thought game. they were alchemists and whatnot would, like, use to to do evil stuff, you know? Like, I don't know, curse the, their neighbors. <laughs> curse their neighbors. Yeah, and it, it's just, like, it's the contents are just really similar to that of, like, the Necronomicon. And I was just like, maybe that's where Lovecraft got his idea. And you can still buy the book uh, online. I don't- <laughs> I really want to get it in Latin because- I, I can't read Latin, but I don't know. It's it's just I know, so I want to learn Latin so badly. And if if I speak out like the words in Latin and not like, I don't know, in French or in English. Lena, don't do that. It was so <laughs> No, because you're gonna summon something. I could like no, but I could get like cool rituals where I don't know, I could like ward off demons as well, you know? It it, it, it works both ways. <laughs> oh, that's a good but, point. Yeah. But you know you yeah. wouldn't ward off demons. You'd be like, hey, <laughs> you'd you'd recreate that like hey demons it's your boy meme and it <laughs> yeah. okay, fair enough you're you're quite right on that <laughs> i don't know i've been it's weird okay i don't i actually don't know that much about demon summoning even though like i've extensively researched about demons and <laughs> even though i've whatnot. done extensive research on well there's just so much information too yeah. that, like you could pick like a a thing to research so that makes sense. I definitely was the person to research how to summon them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me, it was more like the origins of demons and how they came to be and why they're here. <laughs> you came from, like, the actual history of it, and I was like, I want to summon something. <laughs> the thing is, like, everything, like, paranormal, supernatural, and horror, like, kind of came in a big bulk with me. It was just, like, uh -huh. that's a medieval history just <laughs> together. Folklore. It's all medieval history is horror, let's be real. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it is! It is. But yeah, and because of my fascination for demons, so, um, I've been asked by, like, um, like, recently I've been asked by this dude I never talked to how to summon a demon. Oh no. And he was talking about, like, because I have, like, a Lovecraft book on my, like, shelf at school, and I think he saw it, and he was telling me about Lovecraft, and... That he really wanted to summon a demon, and he was asking me how to summon do a demon. Do not let like, him do that. Do not give him the information, because that's so concerning. No. He wanted to summon Cthulhu. Like, no! I want to summon Cthulhu, why, you why, idiot. Why? Why would you want to? He was like, yeah, but since I summoned him, he's going to be grateful. And I'm like, that's not how a demon works. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Let him summon him, and then Cthulhu will literally make that kid so sorry. Oh, yeah, no. I just thinking about like he, I'm assuming he's white. Yeah, like the audacity. Could you imagine some small white boy being like, "I summoned you, so you're gonna work for me." And then Cthulhu's like, "Yeah, uh huh," and then just stops it. 
And then literally just destroys him. Yeah, no, I could. Yeah, and then he just goes on to destroy the word. Honestly, I would love to see that happen. C- Cthulhu is a feminist icon stopping gaslighters. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that so much. I, I can't get over that. The sheer lack of understanding of Cthulhu is really... Yeah. And he, he told me that the Necronomicon was, like, kept in the Vatican. Which it's not! It, come from, it comes from Egypt. If it has to be anywhere, it has to be in Egypt. And also, it's a work of fiction. <laughs> what the... This kid does not know what he's talking about, clearly. So many like, uncultured people nowadays. Gotta teach him about <laughs> demons, you know? This is why we need more demon education, okay? Our, clearly our school system is failing us. Yeah, I could teach it. Hire me! If your kid thinks that they can summon Cthulhu without any consequences, you need to teach them that they cannot. Mm-hmm. Summon Cthulhu yourself and show him how it destroys the world and whatnot. <laughs> That's some great practical work. How did the world end? Well, you know, I thought I would summon Cthulhu because I thought that I would be able to control him, and it turns out I couldn't because I didn't read enough. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Anyways, um, so clearly, there's this episode was a little all over the place. Sorry, no. Um, but demons are also all over the place. Yeah, it's really hard to talk about demons and, like, not just only talk about, like, our subjective idea of what a demon is. Because obviously everyone has, like, different ideas of what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so let us know, though, on Twitter, at the Scream Teens, what you guys think about demons and sort of what your perspective on them is. Because they're very interesting. Yeah. Enjoy your, um, this, the hot mess that this episode was. But anyways, so we'll see you in next episode. And uh, yeah, thank you. I was learning through the looking glass. And I'm Gory Cory. Stay spooky. The Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad.